Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun on a Friday. What a wonderful Friday it already is, except for the fact the Senate just passed a big foreign aid bill with nothing for you. We'll talk a little bit about that tonight. Obviously, we'll hit the uh, high points, low points of the Joe Biden press conference from last night. Jewish producer Chris has a theory about that, and I actually don't hate the theory on it. And of course, ask Dr. Jesse questions on everything from this lady wants wants to know if Trump should change his behavior to help get into office and then go back to being how he is. DEI, are these people going to learn their lesson and stop doing it? 
What's the appropriate protocol for meeting me in public? <laughs> Why did I choose, quote, to be a mortarman in the Marines and how much I can bench press? All that and so much more is coming up tonight on the world famous Jesse Kelly show. All right, let's begin with let's begin with the Biden thing. And just a heads up. Obviously, we knew during the show last night that he was going to speak. We don't cut away for that stuff for a couple of different reasons. It's always political and nasty with him. It always sounds bad. It's boring radio. It, it, it's awful. We generally, unless it's some official State of the Union address, we wait, we watch, we chop it up, we bring it to you the next day if it happens live during the show. I'm really glad we did that last night, too, because that was sad. That was, uh, look, you heard me talking about it last night before I even knew he was going to do a press conference, how hard it is to watch. When I said, when I we pushed all these programs, I said, I'm going to be a president for everybody, whether you live in a red state or a green state. A red state or a green state. So let's talk about this theory that Chris told me before the show and I don't know that I buy it, but it's not stupid at all. The second big story that happened last night, yesterday, was Tucker Carlson sitting down with Vladimir Putin. Now, I'm not a Vladimir Putin fan, to put it mildly. But I also understand that even people I dislike, oftentimes people I dislike, have talents, have skills. They're, they're, Vladimir Putin is good at things. Tucker Carlson sat down last night, at, what aired last night, his interview with Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin sat down and essentially just monologued for 20, 30 minutes about 12 centuries of Russian history. I don't think that makes him some super genius or something, but he definitely looks... Competent, for sure. He is a competent human being, kind of what you would expect from a head of state. Chris's theory is that Democrats did that impromptu press conference for Joe Biden last night, trying to run him out of office because of the contrast, the startling contrast in how the Russian head of state looked Versus how ours looked. And that's not a compliment of Putin. It's, it's an insult to us and our head of state. The contrast was so bad. And, and this is a big deal. It is a really big deal that Joe Biden can't talk. And not only, and here's why I'll give credit. I'll give some credence to the theory, if you will. They let Joe Biden take live, unscripted questions. Now, maybe this has happened once during his presidency. Chris, Michael, you're welcome to, to bring this up if it has. I don't remember a single Biden uh, press conference of any kind where he took unscripted questions. Remember, he always has the note card. How many times have we caught him where he says, well, they told me to call, and he's looking at the note card. Well, they told me to call on uh, Amber at NBC. Very clearly knew who he was going to talk to, what the question was going to be, and they just shoved him out there for a press conference where he sounded bad, and then taking live questions from 
the most hostile reporters I've ever seen him have to deal for with? For months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Watch Many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your is judgment. Public that is not the judgment concerns. of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What, what is your answer to that question? I'm the most qualified person in this country to be president of the United States. It was really bad. Hey, look, the one thing I will defend him on from last night is people think he screwed up or mixed up the president of Mexico versus Egypt with this little thing. The conduct of the response oh. in, Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, <laughs> as you All know, initially the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open <laughs> up the gate to allow humanitarian. Listen, listen, that's a perfectly understandable screw up. LCC. That's Mexican for the sissy, and that was the nickname. What, Chris? That's the nickname Joe Biden? Chris, you don't oblaw. That's that's the problem. Anyway, it it was a very, very embarrassing night. We are, on a serious note, I don't want to just joke about the whole thing. On On a serious note, we are on some pretty dangerous ground as a country. To have your head of state be this shattered mentally is bad, and he's going downhill quickly. Really, really quickly, I have concerns about him surviving very much longer. I really, really do. I've seen this. I, and I, obviously, as much as I hate Joe Biden, I don't wish for that. But I, watching him deteriorate this quickly, you've probably seen this in your life, haven't you? When it starts to go bad, it goes really, really bad. Man alive. Where does that leave us? I don't know. But here we are. See, this is a, as Chris said, maybe he was just off his meds. Again, this is another reason I believe, or I, I give some credence to the theory that his staff, the Democrats, actually torpedoed him by letting him do it. Joe Biden has dementia. Sundowning is a real thing. What is sundowning? You are at your best when you're going through that mental state, that, that condition, whatever you want to call it. You are at your best in the morning. For whatever reason, I know we have a bunch of smart people, doctors and others who listen, they'll know better than I do. But for whatever reason, towards the end of the day, they go downhill fast, really, really fast. It's why Joe Biden famously, quote, calls it a lid, meaning he basically closes up shop before noon every day. There are many days he won't work at all, but the days he does work, when you see him out there doing events and things like that, it's almost always in the morning and hardly ever in the evening. They rolled that cadaver out there. At like What was it, Chris? 9 o'clock Eastern last night? 8, 9 o'clock Eastern? He was hours past his bedtime last night. They rolled that poor sap out there and had him take questions. Oh, it, it was bad. And look, let's just address the, the documents thing. Of course, Joe Biden is going to do what a, what a good leader does and blame his staff. You take responsibility for at least being careless with classified material. I take responsibility for not having 
seen exactly what my staff was doing. There's, it goes in and points out. <laughs> things that appeared in my garage, things that came out of my home, things that were moved, were moved not by me, but my staff. But my staff. And that's leadership, kids. <laughs> that's leadership. All right. Enough. Um, what else can we say? We, our president is not doing well. Um, hope I hope the best for him personally. I mean, not professionally. I hope his presidency uh, uh, really is. I hope he continues to fail uh, as a president. Not fail the country, but I hope the poll numbers keep going down is what I mean because we really cannot have four more years of this because he's not going to make it four more years. He's not. We're going to have President Dome. I can't deal with four years of this. Could you even imagine the awkwardness? Four years of the awkward laughter. Oh, my gosh. It's so bad. All right. We're moving on. Jesse, should Trump behave like a politician? Just we're doing Ask Dr. Jesse questions just until he gets back to into office. I know Republicans that will vote Democratic based solely on the fact they don't like Trump because he doesn't behave like a political figure. Personally, that's why I love him. But if he could just make pretend until he gets reelected, that would be great. Thoughts? Let's talk about that. Should Trump make changes? Can he even make changes? Friends who are Republican voting Democrat. I have friends like this too. Let's talk about that before we do. Let's go ahead and shore up some things for ourselves financially. We love to, quote, make preparations for things going bad, and I'm glad we do. That's an important thing to do. We, we have ways to access clean water. We buy food. We buy ammo. We, but these, are, these are good things. It's good to prepare. But we neglect our finances. We just don't think about it. We somehow, we've convinced ourselves that the dollar is always going to be worth something. But the dollar's going down fast. It is. This BRICS movement is real. What can you do? Buy some precious metals. Gold, silver, whatever. Oxford Gold Group will handle it all for you. They'll get it in your physical possession. They'll get it in your investments. You need to call them now because you might be able to qualify for $10,000 in free precious metals. Call and find out how. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them I told you to call. They will take care of you. 833-995-GOLD. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday. Don't forget, you can email us during the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Also remember, Joe Biden is president of the red states and the green states. When I said, when I pushed all these programs, I said, I'm going to be a president for everybody, whether you live in a red state or a green state. (laughs) All right, let's get get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. In case you're just joining us. She said, I, she basically said, I like Trump. I like his personality. I like how he is. Should he pretend to be more like a politician just until he gets back into office? Because she knows Republicans that are going to vote Democrat based on his behavior and things like that. Okay, well, let's, let's get something out of the way here first and foremost. Trump is almost 80 years old. He's the former president of the United States of America and a billionaire. Donald Trump is not going to change anything. 
So no, no matter how I answer this question next, it doesn't matter at all because he is not going to change. Men, we're prideful anyway. It's hard to get me to change. I'm 42. He's not going to change. There's nothing he's going to change. He's not going to make any adjustments on anything. He is exactly who he is. He's not going to change it. Now, as, as for your Republican friends who are going to vote Democrat because of Trump's behavior, I know people like this as well. I, I can, I, shoot, I can think of them right now in my neighborhood. Lots of them are women. They're the wives of my Republican friends. And I remember during Trump's, <clears throat> excuse me, during Trump's presidency, uh, they would just complain about him all the time. And I would sit there, and I, I try not to be argumentative or get too involved in it, but I would, I would point out the economy and things like that, and they would just clam up as if they didn't want to hear it. They, did, they didn't care. What has happened, and this does not mean he's going to lose the election at all. I'm not saying that. But what has happened is the system has been very, very effective for years now since what? When did he announce? 2015? For years now, that's almost eight years ago, they've been very effective at poisoning the Donald Trump well in the minds of people of this country. Propaganda, it's, it's, it's around because it works. Propaganda works. When you have every single Democrat, he's Hitler, he's Hitler, he's a Nazi, he's Hitler. Every media person, he's a Nazi, he's Hitler. Every actor, every athlete, every th- they're, they're all of them, over and over, day after day after day after day, you're putting that out there into society. What I'm saying is if he, even if he did change his behavior now and kind of do, do the more presidential thing, it wouldn't, mi- it wouldn't matter to the people who have already had their mind poisoned. It wouldn't matter... It is etched in stone for many of these people that he is the Antichrist. For those of us who don't get emotionally invested in politicians, that's me. I don't love them. I don't fall in love with them. I don't generally hate them, even though I get angry with them. I just don't care that much about them. I find that to be odd. I think it's odd when people love a politician. He'll save us. And I think it's very odd when people think one guy is the source of all their problems. But a lot of people think that about Trump. What, what that means for us in November, I don't know. But I, I want to I make sure I reemphasize something because I see a lot of uh, probably preemptive celebration is how I would put it today out of the right because Joe Biden can't talk and then displayed it once again last night. He can't think, he can't talk, he's a, a hostile human being. Remember, Elections are about chasing down votes in swing states. That is the unsexy blocking and tackling of elections. Do I need to remind you that this human being is a United States senator? (laughs) And yes, I realize he's more functional now and has been acting a lot saner recently now that he's had some treatment. The state of Pennsylvania, the critically important swing state of Pennsylvania, elected a vegetable. Why did they elect a vegetable? And I'm no Dr. Oz fan. He sucks. But why in the world would you choose someone who can't even talk or think? The Pennsylvania machine, the Democrat Pennsylvania machine, they had a, they had a guy who couldn't talk or think. They went out and chased down ballots. They went out and chased down votes, 
organizing, chasing down votes. That's the unsexy blocking and tackling that wins elections. So, yeah, don't get me wrong. Dunk on Joe Biden all day long. Lord knows President Poopy Pants deserves it. We have a blocking and tackling issue we're currently losing on. That doesn't mean we're not working on it. Doesn't mean we're not improving. There are states that are getting better at it. Pennsylvania has actually a, a, a right wing, you'd call it more conservative, GOP apparatus that's getting better at the ballot harvesting stuff. Florida's good at it now. We are getting better, but we're still behind there. I do not get inspired when people point out poll numbers. Let me look at his poll numbers. I don't want to hear about poll numbers. I want to hear about the blocking and tackling that wins elections. Got a steak quesadilla from Taco Bell stuck in my throat. It's okay. It was worth it. It was 100% worth it. (laughs) But look, I have my steak quesadilla. So when I get home tonight, I'm going to have to take my vitamins. Because... I need nutrition. I can't survive off a steak quesadilla, which is just empty calories, even though it's delicious. Your dog needs nutrition, too. Your dog, when he eats dog food, has the dog food version of a steak quesadilla. Dog food is just empty calories. There's no nutrition in it. They kill it all. Get rough greens for your dog. It's, you don't have to change his dog food. Let him keep his dog food. He likes his dog food. Pour rough greens on it. Dogs go crazy for it, for one. Two, all the nutrition your dog needs is right there in rough greens. You will have your dog for years longer. Your dog will have better health, fewer trips to the vet. You'll save money by buying rough greens. They give out free jumpstart trial bags. You'll see a difference in your dog's energy, his breath, his coat. You have to go to roughgreens.com slash jesse or call 833-33-MY-DOG. All right, let's talk about DEI. Are they going to stop all this nonsense? We have some updates on the mafia name for me and more next. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, churning and burning through the questions, as in we've got to one, but I'm going to do a lot more. I'm going to do a lot more. I think, I think look, look, I'm, I'm super, super focused but today. My focus is... Just stay focused. Now, you remember last night, uh, I read a bunch of hate mail and death threats from a bunch of communists who are mad at me because they say I tor- I'm the one who torpedoed the border bill. I'm not. I just embarrassed the senator who was responsible for it. Either way, I like the whole mob boss thing, and we were coming up with mob boss names, and you sent some suggestions. Congratulations on being crowned the capo of anti-communism. I respectfully wish for you to consider no longer using your street name of Jesse the Vest, but instead assume your rightful title of Don Kelly, as it better, uh, befits a powerful mob boss. <laughs> His name is Johnny. Uh, I can't do the Don Kelly thing because my dad's name is actually Don Kelly, and then that'll mi- get everything mixed up. It's not going to work. Dear Jesse the Burger Kelly, <laughs> I think that's it. We don't want your mob boss name to give away any physical attributes, but something uh, famous you're known for. Or maybe Jesse the Nap Kelly. Don't mess with the nap or he'll put you to sleep. (laughs) It's our anniversary today. Give a shout out to my dime bride of 39 years. Her name is Sue. I am a blessed man. Happy anniversary to Sue and John. Jesse the Pink Flower Kelly. (laughs) That's not nice. Hear me out. When you order hits, you leave a pink flower as a calling card. Terrify the commies by mailing pink flowers. <laughs> okay. Um, says I can use his name. His name is Eric. For you new listeners who don't understand the pink flower reference, you should know that that also was actually about my dad. My dad is a... a <clears throat> you think I'm a harsh person. My dad is a very di- direct, probably, you would say. And, you know, it's a construction guy. It's what his dad was. He's a tough guy. Whenever I was sick in school, if I ever stayed home from school, 
You know, you know how moms are. My mom's the best. Right? She's making me bacon sandwiches and letting me watch Dukes of Hazard and do all kinds of great stuff. And she's babying you. Oh, can I get you a popsicle? You know, moms are the best. Dad, not so much. Dad would come home and he would say, oh, it's the little pink flower sicky poo. Couldn't go to school today. He's not big on staying home when you're sick. So he would call me pink flower to try to shame me into going to school and it worked most of the time because that stuff works on dudes. It works on dudes. I was actually having a conversation with my wife about this the other day. I told you my youngest son, Luke, is a swimmer. He's into swimming, which is perfect for him. He's, got, he's like me. He's long. He's got big shoulders, big hands. He's, pretty, he's got a perfect swimmer's body. But he's just starting out. It's his first year. And he's getting really fast in the pool. But his diving jump, I think they call it diving. They just call it diving when you jump off the blocks, I think. It's diving. Okay, his diving when they jump off the blocks is terrible. It's terrible. He's getting better, but it's terrible. He's just starting. And so I tell him that. I tell him, man, you're looking great in the pool really fast. Your diving sucks. It'll cost you some races. We've got to work on that. She's mortified by that. She's like, you can't tell him that. It, it's disheartening. No, that works for dudes. That 100% works on dudes. When your buddy comes to you and says, bro, you're getting fat. You'll be in the gym the next day. It, it hurts. You'll be in the gym the next day. What, Chris? That's what I told her. Chris said, didn't she have this harsh Russian coach for gymnastics? She did. She, she went, had all these psychopath coaches, but I'm the one being mean. Jesse, how many, how many on land crashes in in-air near misses or worse collisions will take place for our government and corporations to realize that DEI isn't a reason to hire a person instead of qualifications. His name is Steve. Well, here's the bad news about that. Communism is a religion. I don't just say that you know, for radio or something like that. You have to understand for these people, the people who push all this filth, the ESG, the DEI, the, all this stuff. It's not a side thing for them. It's everything for them. Everything. Remember we were talking about uh, Sonny Hostin the other day? She's one of those hags on The View. Always race bait and America's racist. My son got called the N-word while walking down the beach, that, which of course never happened. But remember the talk we had about Sonny Hostin? Sonny Hostin, you would never know her name. You would never hear her voice if it wasn't for race activism. It's the only reason she sits at that table. She's a complete and utter moron. She never has anything interesting to say. She sits there because of race activism. It's everything to her. It's woven into her entire existence. Oh, why would she tell a story about someone calling her son the N-word? It's who she is. Communism, I really want to stress this point. It is a religion. Communism is not what they do. It's who they are. It is woven into everything. If tonight, God forbid, a couple diversity hires run into each other in the friendly skies and 600 Americans fall to earth and die because of DEI hiring practices, the corporations in America, the governments in America won't change a single thing. They will cover up what happened. They'll lie about it. Even if they have to start making adjustments to DEI, they'll simply put a different name on it. 
But dividing up this country, turning one American against another American, pitting white people against black people and women against men and this and that, pitting people against each other, dividing and conquering is everything to these people. And here's what, what else you have to understand. Death doesn't move an anti-human the way it moves you. You see, we, we, and I make the same mistake all the time too. We assign our values to them. If, if, if you woke up and a plane crashed and all these Americans are dead, your heart would break. You would be sad. You would immediately start thinking about the families and what they're going through. And this is sad. What can we do? Can we start a, can we start a fundraiser for, the, oh, my gosh, the kids and the, and the parents? The, 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 the communist doesn't think like that. Remember, these are the people who celebrate when there is a mass shooting. They cheer, not publicly, of course, but they immediately dive on it. Yes, a bunch of people got massacred in a supermarket. Yeah, let's go out and push some gun control now. It's everything is just an opportunity for them. The communist is not moved by death or destruction or loss of life. Do you? Do you realize Stalin was getting regular reports from Ukraine when he was starving millions of people to death in the Holodomor? He was getting so many reports that his wife, rumor has it, this is why his wife killed herself, that she brought up all these deaths. She was horrified, brought up all these deaths to him at a dinner one night, and he got, an, got mad at her, got in an argument with her, and, and she killed herself, and he blamed her for that. But Stalin knew. It's not like he didn't know. He's getting regular reports that his mass starvation efforts are being successful. He's every day waking up to a report. Oh, wow, we just starved another thousand families to death. A family of six died eating each other in bed, and it didn't move him at all. It meant nothing to him at all. Don't put your values on them. These people will never move away from communism on their own, not from a plane crash or not. Nothing would move them. This is what I've tried to get through to the low T right. You have got to move them yourself. You've got to force it because they're not going to move. We have to defeat them. We have to. All right. Why did I choose to be a Mortarman? What do you do when you see me in public? More Biden stuff. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Friday. Running sucks. I don't like that song. It makes me think about running and how much I hate running. It was one of the worst parts about being in the Marines. I'm actually about to answer a Marine Corps question here. It was one of the worst parts about being in the Marines was all the daggone running. Oh, we're going to do, do eight miles today. Eight miles? That's freaking horrible. It's miserable. Running sucks. I'm never going to run again. I don't run anymore now. If I have to do cardio, I, well, I don't really do much of that. But I definitely don't run. I'll tell you that much. Dear totally straight Euro fashionista, why do you never tell the story about choosing mortars over being a door kicker? 0311 is what he says. At the moment we all split in SOI, did you choose mortars to avoid the 20-click humps? Or was it the patrol bases and no sleep while patrolling all night? Was it the European side of you, side of you coming out? Okay. First and foremost, let me explain 
what this human being is talking about for people who don't have any idea. If you weren't in the Marines or in the in the military, you don't know what he's talking about. I when you're in, you have a job, a specialty. I was in 0341, 0341 mortars. He clearly is an 0311. That's a basic rifleman. Now, maybe things have changed since I went, but when I joined the Marines, I joined to be in the infantry. Anything, oh, I should note, anything that starts with 03 is considered infantry. I was an infantryman. Everything that's that, whether you're an 0341, 0351, that's a, an assaultment, basically a, a rocket launcher. So I'll just make it simpler. They, they shoot anti tank weapons. They blow things up, door, uh, well, whatever, water charges, things like that. It doesn't matter. I don't want to get into the details in the weeds for you. 0331 is a machine gunner, heavy machine guns. And then 0311, basic rifleman. When I joined, now maybe they have changed things. You could not pick your specialty. You could choose to be an 03, meaning you want to be in the infantry, and then they choose. They chose for me mortars. I didn't get to choose when I was at SOI. SOI is School of Infantry. When you're all done with boot camp, you go home for ten days and get fat, and then you have to go back for two months of hell. It's called School of Inf- or School of Infantry. That's where they give you the actual basics. Here's how you throw a grenade, set off a claymore, learn your weapons, and things like that. We were never given a choice. We stood up one day and they said, hey, you're in mortars. And you don't get to say, no, I don't feel like it. (laughs) You'd say, yeah. Now, I will say, at least back in the day, the size probably played a role in who got put on heavy weapons. You see 0341, mortars, assaultmen, heavy machine guns. They have to carry more weight. I would carry more weight than a regular infantryman because I not only have my rifle, you know, I have the same rifle he does. I have to carry various pieces of my mortar, which is all breaking down, and my rounds and things like that. And humping a lot of weight is very, very difficult for shorter people. Long strides help a lot. It really saved my bacon in the Marine Corps that I have very, very, very long legs. I, it was not uncommon for me to have to take gear from shorter guys in my section and throw it on me because they just couldn't, it could not keep up. It is so physically grueling. When your legs are that small, you have to take twice as many steps as I do. It's brutal. So there, I hope that answered. I didn't choose it. Someone else chose for me. What is with, is this meathead day? Hey, Jesse, how much can you bench press? How much can Chris and Michael bench we know you would win any competition between the three of you, but who would win between Chris and Michael in a foot race? Actually, I'm about a thousand percent sure I would come in last in a foot race. No questions asked. I bet Chris can probably bench more than I can or Michael can. I would guess. Eh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Michael, what? Michael benches one fifty. Okay, Chris, when's the last time you've been? You you can bench more than that. Uh. I don't know how much I can flat bench because I don't do that anymore. I was told by someone I trust that for someone as long as me, it's actually not great. You want to incline bench if you're my height. So I don't know, but it was never a lot. It's not as if I'm covering something up. Dude, I'm 6'8". It was never a lot. I would guess probably the most I ever benched was 200 maybe. Maybe 
I don't know. I don't know. I would guess maybe 225 is probably the most I ever did. Maybe. I'm sure I couldn't do that anymore now. I love I love that we have meatheads in the audience, too. I love the range of people who listen to this show. We have little kids, old men, old women, housewives, jocks, prisoners. We got guys in prison right now. I love the range of people. I sometimes forget about how many meatheads listen to the show because that's such a meathead question. Hey, how much can you bench? (laughs) All right, let's do a little politics here. Let's talk about the Senate bill. We're at a turning point in America. This bill is crucial, and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine, Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war, and we could be fighting in Eastern Europe in a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. If we don't help Israel defend itself against Hamas, that perpetual war will go on and on and on. If we don't help humanitarian aid to the starving Palestinians in Gaza, hundreds of thousands could starve. And the border, everyone has said it's chaos. They passed overwhelmingly that bill out of the Senate today that's only a foreign aid bill. Billions for Ukraine, billions for Israel, billions for Taiwan, nothing for you at all. It's going, from what I understand, it's going to pass the House as well. Um, look, I'm very, very frustrated with this country right now. I'm very frustrated because I'm, I'm seeing what's happening with normal working people and how little anyone gives a crap about them. The stories I hear, do these people, not, well, never mind, they don't care. I was going to say, do they not talk to people? Do they not listen to people? People can't afford groceries. They can't afford their rent. Their credit card, credit card, the credit card debt in this country is so staggering. It's over a trillion dollars, over a trillion dollars in credit card debt. Credit card debt. People are trying, scrambling to keep their head above water. My emails are heartbreaking about what you're going through, trying to get by, and neither of these parties give a single crap about Americans. They really, genuinely don't. They're there in Washington. They have our checkbook, a checkbook with our money is what I mean. And they just love tossing it around to everybody, to everyone as if, as if it's without end. Hey, you can have some money and you can have some money and more money for you and more money for you. And the normal American never gets anything out of this government, anything. They continue to ring up the, the checkbook. They continue to deflate the dollar. Well, I guess it's inflate the dollar, whatever. Ruin the dollar is what they're doing. It's it's very, very frustrating. All right. I don't want to I don't want to talk about this anymore. Someone wants to know about this Tucker interview, what I thought of it, the Tucker Vladimir Putin interview. Somebody wants DeSantis to get back in the race. Somebody wants to know how to greet me out in public. We'll talk about all these things next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.